Hey there, I'm Nunzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we jump into the episode, I am super excited to share a brand new freebie with you. It's my targeting ideas for Facebook ads. If you've dabbled in Facebook ads or you've done them and you've tried them and you're just looking for some fresh inspiration for your audiences, this freebie is for you. I share my top Facebook ad targeting groups for you so that you can have inspiration and find those people that are perfect for what you have to offer. From warm audiences to cool lookalike audiences to cold interest-based audiences, I cover all three in this freebie. Head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audiences to grab your copy today. So this week's inspiring story is with Kelly Harville from Speaking of Images. I absolutely adore Kelly and we had such a great conversation. As a bit of a disclaimer, we did have this conversation over a month ago. I can't remember if it was the beginning or middle of June, but quite some time ago now. And because of that, some of the things we talk about, like it's the end of school and the COVID protocols that are in place are no longer the current situations. So if you're like, wait a second, what are they talking about? It's because this is a good four to six weeks ago at this point. If you don't know Kelly, uh, I like I said, I absolutely adore her and I had such a great conversation with her. Kelly is a preschool speech language pathologist, a national board certified teacher, and a professional photographer. She helps teachers with online businesses to level up their business branding with modern images and mock-ups designed for educators. Members of her Image Maker membership have access to over 3,500 images that they can use to customize their TPT covers, thumbnails, previews. Pinterest pins, blog posts, marketing assets, all their social media posts, so many things. If you haven't checked out her Image Maker membership, I highly recommend you do that. It's linked in the show notes. Uh, and without further ado, let's jump in to our conversation. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Welcome to Market Scale Grow. Do you want to start by telling everyone where you're from and if you're still teaching and what you're still teaching? Sure. Um, first off, thanks for having me. I love doing this. I love chatting with my teacher friends. Um, I grew up in Southern California. I went to graduate school in Boston and now I live in Seattle. So I'm kind of, I, I consider all three areas home. <clears throat> and I am still teaching this week even because we don't get out of school until Thursday. Um, <clears throat> I'm a speech pathologist. I work with preschool students, and I haven't been in the classroom this year. I'm on the preschool assessment team, and so I do t um, tests for children ages two through five, and there are a lot of children two through five who have uh, communication delays, so we're busy, and I'm 
wrapping it up this week. I have eight more reports to write and then I'll be done. Yay. That's so exciting. <laughs> I know. Um, me too. My, I'm not in school. I'm on that leave this year, but my school board is in until June. I want to say 26. So I feel your pain ha- like from previous years of going this far and seeing everyone else online that, Oh, we're done. And you're like, I still have so much more to go. So Thursday isn't too far now. No, it's not. And I know that in August when I'm still on break and people are going back to school, it'll be my turn to, you know, for them to feel bad or yeah, but it's all good. It's all good. It's just time management. So how did you get into the teacherpreneur world? Well, um, I have an interesting backstory on that. Um, there was, as a photographer, I used to have a family ph- photography business. And so whenever teachers at my school would be pregnant and we would have a baby shower for them, I would give them a gift card for a photo session for their baby anytime within the first year of their baby's life. Oh, I love that. It, it, it was great. And so there, our school's pretty big and there were a lot of teachers. One year we had three first grade, first, second grade teachers pregnant at the same time. So they did their shower together and I gave them all their gift cards together. And um, Emily, who has a TPT store called Emily Education, uh, was one of those teachers. And so she was brave enough to invite me into her home the first week of her daughter's life. So we're talking teeny weeny baby. I'd never done an inf- infant shoot that small. Uh, or baby that small. And so while I was there, I mentioned to her that I had heard from someone else that she was the teacher at our school that did Teachers Pay Teachers. I work with preschool students, so I wasn't using Teachers Pay Teachers because I wasn't using any technology. And I don't use a lot of paper products with my three and four-year-olds. It's all, you know, potato head and Play-Doh. So (laughs) I didn't really know about it. So I asked her about it while we were doing the shoot. And the more she told me, I thought, well, this sounds kind of like, this sounds like fun. I like doing crafty things. And I'm a speech pathologist. I've worked with gen ed kids. I know how to, you know. So we ended up, by the time I left, we had a deal where I said, I will do, you know, the the first year in the life of her daughter uh, and images, like, so four sessions. If you, as a trade, if you teach me how to do teachers pay teachers, and her husband said, we're getting off really easy here. Like, you know, because, you know, they had been doing, she'd been doing it for several years. And so it was so easy to her. Well, I don't use PowerPoint with preschoolers, any of that. So it was a foreign language to me for that first year. And Emily and I would meet up at this coffee place and she would explain it to me. And it probably took me a year to start to put together what she was talking about when she would use the vocabulary. So I started making, um, resources in 2018 for speech pathologists or for language-based activities. And then I switched to photography when I uh, realized that educators needed that. And that's where your business is now is the photography piece. Correct. Yes. I have been a photographer since before I was a speech pathologist. And so to be able to put together my love of photography with my education career has been fabulous. And for those who don't know you and your photography, can you just explain a little bit more what you do? Because it is amazing. Well, thank you. Um, I do a couple of things uh, with educators. So I do um, personal branding photo shoots with um, teacherpreneurs. And that's what I was doing in um, 
Denver at a retreat that Shelly Reese put on once. And I met 23 amazing educators and did their photo sessions. And as we were together that weekend, everybody was creating resources and talking about it and, and all of the things that go with TPT. That's what the retreat was about. And so I started asking them and all of them were saying I, they hate the photography part. Like they love the creating resources and that's where their strong point is. They know their curriculum, they know their state standards, but then they would have to take pictures of it for marketing. And that's when everything fell apart because it was just such another thing to do. And so I started asking, well, what if that was something that I could do and I could set up a mock-up basically, and then you could just drop your resource into it. And they were like, yeah, we want that. So that's what I do. My business is um, mock-ups for educators. Primarily. And that's a piece that's different. Like there are photographers, you can send them your products. They'll take, they'll print them off and take actual pictures. But what you do is like almost a background, right? And then you put your your pick your uh, product digitally on the background. Correct. It's kind of like one of the the members in my membership told me recently that this has taken her back to her love of scrapbooking. So basically they get to play with all the digital pieces and then they put their, so they never take out a camera. Like they take, they put their resource right on top of the background that I've created and the end product looks like they set up the whole thing with the props and the lighting, but they didn't have to. So that's, that's exactly what it is. And if TPT was still like the main part of my business and something that I was actively marketing, this is exactly what I needed because it's the entire reason why I never took any products pictures and I just did like digitally layering it, but I never had a pretty background and it never looked like set up. It was really just like whatever color I was using for that cover, like purple mm -hmm. or pink or whatever, and then just digitally. And so it was really obvious that that's what I was doing and it never looked great. So um, I am totally <laughs> the, the TBD <laughs> seller that would be in your membership if that was still like my main avenue, because I've seen the pictures that you do and some of the work and I absolutely love it. I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's super fun. And it's, it's great for me to be able to hear from the sellers what they want, because I have in my head, oh, this would look really pretty or this would look great in composition. But if they don't need it, it, it doesn't matter. And so by having a membership, I was able to have an ongoing dialogue with the members and them requesting things. And so now I know about things like algebra tiles that I never knew what that was. And I, you know, I've learned all about interactive notebooks and things that I had as a preschool speech pathologist, no background knowledge of. So it's been really fun for me because... It's amazing what our educators are creating for t classroom teachers around the world, really. It's such a cool learning curve that you're going through, too, for it. It is. It is. And it's, you know, I have a stock. I have two closets that are my prop closets because it grows exponentially all the time. Um, and I used to be able to just have things color, like sorted by color for like brand colors. And now I have things sorted by grade level and subjects within grade level <laughs> So I'm looking forward to having the time this summer to really just go to town and be able to shoot things without having a full-time job on the side of my other full-time job. <laughs> it's such a balancing act, eh? Like you have, especially with a job like teaching, where not only is there very scheduled hours, like you, you can't just be like, oh, today I'm going to work whatever. There's no flexibility <laughs> in your hours. But it's also 
um, being with any kids is an emotionally draining job. So there's, I don't know about you, but I've never had a year that I haven't had a kid that I take home, like emotionally take home. With oh, me. I've never actually taken a kid home with me. Well, that's good. <laughs> but like that's emotionally that you, you take this kid home with you. And so there's that level of exhaustion. And then you're also working this full-time passion hobby job though on the yeah. side. How do you do it? Yeah. It's, it is um, a challenge. And I, as you know, I work in special needs with little, little kids who aren't speaking and I take all of them home with me in terms of that, you know, like it's that brainstorming where you're trying to think of something to help this because they're in that, that age three to five where their brains are just so malleable and we really need to get in there. Right. So yes, I hear you on that, taking them home. Um, and I also live in the Seattle area, so it is not great lighting for natural light photography for several months of the year. So now we come into summer, and I have light until 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, um, and start, I think it gets light at 5 in the morning. So now I have an abundance of light, and I'll have an abundance of time. And I started my business last September, so this is going to be my first real full like couple of full summer where I can shoot. And I, my members have not disappointed me with their wish lists. I have got lots of things on them and I'm excited to be able to, to get to that. That's awesome. I am just imagining something that I has never crossed my mind, but your, your closet just full of props and all of these beautiful little things that you would need for these pictures. And I, my mind is just spinning about all the cool little things that you could have. Yeah, it's I my I need to do more behind the scenes of what the storage looks like. Right now it's downright frightening, so I, I would not bring that on camera. However, this summer when I have a little bit more time to reorganize things, I will do some of that because I've had several people say, We want to see how you store everything and how do you separate things? <laughs> so as it's grown, I've had to reorganize and and like I said, rethink things of in different manners based on what I'm shooting that during the year that weekend, but now more frequently this summer. And it sounds like it's grown pretty quickly over the last year. And so when that kind of thing happens, you're like, Oh, bye, bye, bye. And then shove, 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 or at least that's my organization yeah. oh. style. So <laughs> oh. I know the Amazon people very well. Um, and yeah, it has been, um, <laughs> it's been crazy. Um, the, the collection growing quickly, but what I love about it is like, when I buy materials that I can shoot a lot of, I can then donate them back to a classroom teacher. So it's kind of like some of these things I don't need to keep for, for a long period of time. And I can shoot, shoot, shoot. And then I work in a school district. I can always find somebody who actually needs these things. So that's the other thing that I don't mind about it. It's not like I'm buying stuff that I'm going to take to goodwill. You know, it's things that educators will need. So. Absolutely. That's a really good way to look at it too. And a yeah. good like give back and to educators who really need these things. Exactly. And then, you know, I, I have, I work in an element, well, my preschool is housed in a elementary that goes through fifth grade. And so the teachers, you know, I, I'll do trades with them and say, okay, I'm going to bring you these and you can use these in your classroom. And now I need those counting bears for the weekend. <laughs> you know, they're like, okay. You know, I kind of have carte blanche to open the cupboard, particularly in preschool and kindergarten um, and go through things. And now I'm getting 
requests from the secondary teachers. So like I said, now I'm like asking secondary teachers about stuff that I don't even know what it is. I'm like, do you have a, hang on. And I'm like looking at my list. Oh yeah, we have a T13X42 calculator. <laughs> like, okay, great. Can I borrow it for the weekend? <laughs> They're like, You're doing expecting some- just a regular calculator, but it's one of those ones with the giant screen, isn't it? Oh, they have, I've learned that there are graphing calculators and then there are other kinds of calculators and, and certain grade levels use them for different things. And it's, it's fascinating, but you know, and so, like I said, I then I'll call the teachers. Okay. I need, and then when I do, I, I also do model shoots for students of where I hire a student model, their parents signs a release. I pay the student model. Um, and I'm, Whenever I, and during COVID that has shut down considerably, but again, this summer, I'm looking forward to that picking up again. And I'll go to my membership and say, okay, I've been able to book a freshman high school girl. We're going to have to shoot in the house because we can't go. I really can't shoot in schools anyway. Um, do you guys have any requests? And oh my goodness, they come pouring in and of, you know, I need this. I need this. And it's hilarious, the difference in things. And then I go and I meet with the student and she's like, we don't do this at our school. And I'm like, yep, you're right. But you know what? I have some teachers who are in Puerto Rico. I have some teachers who are in, you know, all different areas. And she's like, we haven't used a a textbook in two years. Like everything is on the computer. And I'm like, well, that's not the way it is all around the world, you know? So it's been really fun to be able to go in and do these shoots and give them images of students using the tools that then they can use in their resource pictures too. That is pretty cool. And having that, like a student in there is um, one of those pieces that like brings in the realness of it. It's not just just a picture of a a product. There's actually someone using it kind of, right? Yep. Or using the tools because I don't really bring in somebody's resource, but I bring, you know, someone, one of my requests was um, one of the teachers asked for their, uh, they said, I want a picture of their feet. And I'm like, their feet. She goes, well, in their shoes. And I'm like, explain more. And she said, I do gallery walks. That's one of the things I do in my middle school or high school. And so I would love to have pictures that show a a kid walking because then I can put it on a pin or a blog post and talk about gallery walks. I'm like, oh, and so I get to the girl's house and I'm like, and now I'm going to lay on the floor and I want you to walk by me. And she's like, okay. You know, it's like, or, you're paying me. Yeah, exactly. She's like, okay. And then I have to find light in her house, like a place where I could take a picture where there's good light at floor level because I don't bring in all of my, my lighting stuff because that would take the full hour just to set that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they're very good sports. And then when I do it with the preschool kids, it's all primarily toys they want to play with anyway. So they're having a great time. And, you know. <laughs> they probably forget you're even there. Oh, they don't know. They're, I mean, I just work around them and this is, these, they're my people. That's who I work with all the time. And so I get goofy with them and we have a great old time, but uh, they don't, they don't, they're not posing. There's no posing going on with a three or four year old. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> it's my job to capture what I need to capture without asking them to stop what they're doing. <laughs> it's so cool how your love of photography has morphed through your journey and like grown and expanded and just it clearly, I know everyone listening can't see your face, but you are lit up right now. Just talking about it. Yeah. I could talk about this forever between kids like littles and photography. It's definitely my, my joy place. So what are some of the, cause we've talked about a lot of the like awesome things that happened. So what are some of the challenges you've experienced in this journey? 
Um, well, COVID has been a major challenge. COVID has been a gift for my business and a challenge for my business in that I have connected with more people because we're all stuck at home and we're online. Um, it's given me the time to be able to do more shooting because this is the most flexible my job has ever been, um, particularly in the spring when we were really locked down at home. Um, and I, it wasn't like I had a huge plan to start a membership last summer. I just had a couple of coaches who really just pushed me and said, you're never going to feel ready. You're never going to feel like it's perfect. Just get a beta group going and find out, just jump in because this is the time everybody's home. And so I just jumped without a net and the net caught me. <laughs> and so it kind of worked out. So that's, but the challenge of being able to get the pictures of people, um, cause that's really something that, that all of my members want, um, has been, difficult because of COVID, you know, like I can go in, I would wear a mask. So some of the, the families that I've worked with would allow me to come in, but I didn't want their kids to have a mask off so that, you know, it, like that's not fair to them. And so we had some of those kind of challenges. So I'm looking forward to scheduling more of that this year. It'll be nice for, for that, but also just, I think in general, the world opening up again will be, will be good for everyone. I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're in Canada, so you're more shut down than we have been. Um, Seattle is pretty, has been pretty tight. I went grocery shopping today and I would say three quarters of the people in the store still had masks on, even though, you know, you don't necessarily have to, if you've been vaccinated. Um, but it's, it's not as open as some of the other places where I see, you know, pictures of concerts and stuff. And I was like, well, oh, it's like you're in a you know, foreign land. Like, whoa, look at all those people. <laughs> We're not there yet. So I'm not there yet. Yeah, no, we, we still have a mask mandate in place. So it's a hundred percent masked still. And stores have just now reopened. They have really low capacities and can only be open if they have like a street front door. So malls aren't open yet. Um, yeah. But we're, it's progress. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's all progress. It's all progress. <laughs> yes. So with all the pieces of your business, how are you marketing it since this is after all a marketing podcast? So how are you getting the word out? I, um, uh, Instagram is my place. It's a photo based place. So needless to say, that's the, that's the platform that I like. I'm most comfortable on. So I do a, for the, for more than a year now, I've done a free photo Friday, which means on Fridays, I post two um, images that can be screenshot and then you can use them however you want. And that has really kind of built some um, credibility and has allowed me to have some fun creatively and give people ideas. Then I kind of added on um, some Canva tutorials in that. And then I have email marketing and I'm finally starting a uh, website and blog this summer. I have not had one yet. I have not started Pinterest yet. <laughs> Even though I create pins for everybody else, I haven't started it yet. So my two big goals this summer for my own business are Pinterest and getting that website up and start blogging some, for some long content, you know, long-term content. But um, so, it, and I have to say in my, in our field, word of mouth is huge. And so you know, you have one teacher who's happy. She's going to tell five of her teacher friends who are going to tell five of their friends. And that has been a gift to me, um, the, the word of mouth, too. Yeah, word it's of mouth referrals. <laughs> referrals are huge. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that relationship marketing and the the networking piece are game changing. Exactly. Exactly. And because, sorry, go ahead. That's all I've done for my marketing. Every launch, like I launch four times a year. I have one coming up starting on Friday of this week. And so I try to learn something new from each one and try something different on each one. So this one was doing this challenge that I'm doing right now. I thought, okay, that would be kind of fun. I didn't really think about the fact that it's also the last week of school, but you know, that's, <laughs> that's just how it felt. Um, and so it's been really, it's been a blast and it's again, giving me an opportunity to get feedback from the educators that are in the group of what they need. Cause to me, that's, that's what I need is I need to know what, what you guys want and I'm happy to do it for you, but I need to know what it is you want. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good um, way to approach it is each time trying something new and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone just a little bit so that you can figure out if it works and if it doesn't work. And this challenge, like if it's a complete failure and you're like, I hate this, you never have to do it again. But you'll exactly. never be sitting there wondering, could a challenge work? Maybe. I don't know. Right. And if it goes amazing, then you know, okay, well, we'll do a challenge again and keep you know, moving forward in this direction. But if you don't try it, then you will never know. Exactly. And for September, I might actually try Facebook ads because I've met with you now and I'm learning about them. (laughs) So we'll get there too. (laughs) That was actually my next question. How? Because Facebook ads are my jam. So I always want to know how you, like you as in my guests, how they feel about Facebook ads. So how do you feel about Facebook ads? I think it's a tool that we need that I need. And I actually am running one right now because I had met with you and you'd given me some uh, really good help with coming up with an audience. But again, in my world, it's like, if I don't understand the vocabulary, I don't want to just jump into something that I don't understand. And so I'm learning the vocabulary. Um, I've got a coach that's helping me with that. And so I'm not afraid to put money behind something if I understand the purpose. And, and I understand that you might not get a return on your investment this, the first few times you do it, but you're learning more and more. So then it's like, okay, this makes sense to me. Um, and, you know, I think with Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram, they have been free platforms and they're continued to be free platforms. And at some point, these businesses need to make some money. So I don't have a hard time. I don't have a problem putting some money in. Um, if I have somebody that can explain to me the data that you get from that and how I can make it effective for what I want the end result to be. And that's where you come in. That's where my other coach comes in um, to help me understand some of those kinds of things. That's such a good attitude of wanting to understand, but not being afraid to take those baby steps and learn as you go. Right. I mean, I think it's like any business, you have to have a marketing budget. Yeah, I have to put a certain amount of money aside to say this money is meant to grow my business. Part of that is buying numerous amounts of props from Amazon and various toy stores. <laughs> but also part of it is the, is the growing of the business. And I'm a one-man show right now. And um, I dream of being able to have some people help me <laughs> down the road. But in the meantime, it's, it's a big learning curve. But it's, it's kind of fun just to see what people are doing and how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree yeah. with that. I learned so much just from these conversations. People have like you have a very different business 
than I do, but I always take something away from these conversations and I find it so like enlightening just to see the insides of someone else's business. So I appreciate you being so open with me and everyone listening. Sure. I love it. Okay. Rapid fire questions at the end. Uh Oh, um, first one, what's your favorite social media platform? Instagram. And your favorite tool or software that you use for your business? Who, uh, Lightroom and Canva. I love Canva. It's coming up more and more in these conversations, I feel like. Um, and then last one, what piece of advice would you give someone who's just starting their teacherpreneur journey? I would say don't compare your journey to somebody else's journey. And um, that's, it's so hard to see that when people are doing that online or even in Facebook groups. You'll see someone ask, you know, how many products do I have to have to be able to earn my teaching salary? And these kinds of questions that are kind of impossible to answer. And, you know, I I look at, uh, I have a coach for a couple of different aspects because my business is so split. Like I've got brandy photography and I've got stock photography and I've got, you know, just all these different avenues that are very different than, than most in the teacherpreneur world. And, um, one of my coaches is, has a very successful stock photography business. She's also been doing it for five years. And so although I'm getting um, support from her that she didn't have when she started out, I remind myself that doesn't mean that I should expect myself to be where she is because it took her five years to get there. And so as long as I'm growing and I'm learning and, you know, making, I, you know, I'm not against talking about money. Like I would like to make more money. Don't get me wrong. but I recognize that it's a five-year plan for me. It's not a one-year plan. So I think that that's the, what I would say to people is this isn't a short-term game, but if your passion is in it, it's worth the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. If people want to find you, can you let us know where they can go? Sure. On Instagram, I'm speaking of images on my soon to be, um, well, soon to be like summer, <laughs> I'll be speaking of images.com, but it's not there yet. Um, I have a Facebook page, but I'll be totally honest. I rarely post anything on there. Uh, that's probably the easy. I have a TPT store speaking of images. It's speaking of images everywhere. I came up with that cause I'm a speech pathologist and a photographer. That's, that's where speaking of images came up. I love a good story behind and that one night like kind of molds everything together. So um, I will make sure that those are all linked below. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's inspiring story. If you'd like to share your story with us, then head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash journey and complete the quick application form. Then head to our community at marketscalegrow.com forward slash community so you can join our group of inspiring teacherpreneurs who are working on growing and scaling their businesses too. See you soon.